When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Today, baseball chaos, NFL free agency plus the combine, NBA in a sprint to the finish. Almost can't keep up with it all. Two hours to play with. Let's go. Here we go. Only one place to start. All right, our one place to start is right where we just wrapped up on TV as we finish up Get Up and begin the radio program today in the same fashion. That it is with the one, the only, the spectacular Kimberly Martin, <laughs> who is good enough to hang out my NFL insider extraordinaire. Thank you, Kmart, as always. You know, I've given you one job and one job only, <laughs> and that is get me Rodgers. Mm-hmm. I want Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a moment of, of pause and concern because my hero, my idol. No, this was tough for you, Joe right? Klecko, who's going to be on live in 25 minutes, said that he does not think it's a good fit. Mm-hmm. I will talk to him about that. But, but you and Dominique and Tim Hasselbeck <laughs> were able to talk <laughs> me out of that today. What is going so Rogers? He came out of the darkness mm-hmm. and into the light. And what, we, what's we, he doing? The rest of us are still in the dark right now. Um, the problem is for Jets fans like yourself is that the first domino that needs to fall is Rogers needs to talk to the Packers and let them know uh, what he plans to do retire, play, and play in Green Bay or play somewhere else. So you are hoping that he tells them very soon, I want to play somewhere else. Um, I want you to ask Joe Klecko. I want you to tell him how he has you, had your stomach in knots. Oh, yeah. How he had you at the edge of your seat. How he had you walking around the studio like everything I thought I knew is not true now. I want you to tell because him Because I love Joe Klecko. Yes, we I, know. I love him. He was my favorite player as a kid. And you always have those feelings for your favorite player from your childhood. But let's put him aside for the moment and just talk about Rodgers. Because the two things I've had people whose opinion I value mm-hmm. say to me, and, and I will make sure that I'm always specific about this. Kimberly is an insider. You are you deal in information. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm a talk show host. Please do not say Greeny is reporting <laughs> X. But I've heard that the Packers are very much ready to move on, mm-hmm. that if Rodgers tells them, I'm, I want to come back and play this year, it isn't as simple as that. The other thing I've heard from lots of people mm-hmm. is, Greeny, as crazy as it sounds, because there's so much money involved, mm-hmm. him retiring is a real possibility. Do not discount mm-hmm. the possibility that Rodgers retires. Those are the two things that I've been hearing from people. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, that's the interesting thing, because all those scenarios we still don't know where the wind is blowing yet. Um, but I will say, as far as the Packers being done with Aaron Rodgers, I know if I am done with someone, I don't wait for them to tell me how they feel. I do not care. I am coming to you and saying, this is done, so here are your options, or this is where I would like to send you. And I think that is what I would have expected to see by now. Not wait for Aaron Rodgers to come out of the darkness with some enlightenment, it'd be before he goes in the dark, the Packers would say, hey, 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 buddy, just so you know, 
we're going to be going in I a different that, direction. I get that, but wouldn't it be the best for them? And I, I should have looked this up exactly how it impacts them financially. But isn't the best scenario for them if he retires? I mean, clearly, the best scenario if you're the Packers and you don't want him back is that he isn't playing for someone right. else because right. you run the risk that he has a monster yep. year and leads the Jets, mm. you know, deep into the playoffs. <laughs> or, we just insert and that the Jets. Looks bad. Nobody else. Yes. Well, I'm, or, no, or yeah. the Raiders yeah, or yeah, whoever. Yeah. No, yeah, you do not listen. You can be done with someone, but you don't also want them to be happy and prosperous with someone else. <laughs> right. Like, let's be honest about it. Um, so, no, for the Packers, the pa- and here's the thing what's so fascinating about them. They decided to think about the future, thinking Aaron had less time than they really knew. And they went and moved up and got Jordan Love, and that proved to be a cataclysmic decision. Mm-hmm. That has sent the whole their whole game plan like up in smoke. So thinking that Aaron Rodgers was done and thinking about the future bit them in the behind. And so now I hear you. I know there's speculation that they're they're done. They've had enough. But they just last offseason, they structured the contract and everything to ensure that they would they would have him and that they'd be paying him all this money. Um, I don't think you would do all that. And a year later, say, I'm done. The, the crazier things have happened. But I think you have to know Aaron Rodgers is who he is. And this is just what comes with with the Aaron Rodgers package. Yeah, I mean, the Aaron Rodgers experience. It is a wild ride, my yeah, friends. It is, it is. I mean, it comes with a lot of great yes. things. He's one of yes. the most talented players that ever lived. He's also sort of a unique mm-hmm. dude. Mm-hmm. And the, but the, the, using the Jets, however, as the example, I mean, the reality of it is beggars can't be choosers. Mm-hmm. And Aaron Rodgers is so much better than any other realistic option that they have that I can think of. Mm-hmm. When you are as wrong as they have been, when you take quarterbacks in the top three twice mm-hmm. in a four-year period yes. and miss badly both times, yes. now you're in total desperation. Mm-hmm. There's no other way to describe it. Right. So his, I'm not sure what the right word is, his unusual behavior. Oh, we can overlook that. We, we have no choice. <laughs> we have no choice. We have no choice. Right, and I think that's the the situation the Jets find themselves in where it's you're thinking Aaron Rodgers or I would, uh, you know, if they would try to do anything to get Lamar Jackson. Like, I, I get, like, that makes sense to it's me. It's a miracle. I can't see it. Right, but, I, but those make sense to me. Derek Carr seems to be, okay. That's sensible. I right. get it. Yeah. But but you see the difference in how you feel just saying, like, Aaron Rodgers has come. I mean, there will be confetti, huh. balloon streams coming down in the get upset if Aaron Rodgers actually comes to New York. I think Derek Carr is a, ver- is a very good quarterback. But you understand that adding Aaron Rodgers, even with all his foibles or whatever, you the Jets have an, an incredible chance to not only make the playoffs – Potentially when the Super like he is that much of a game changer. So there's nothing I love more than your analogies. You always have a relationship analogy. <laughs> who is Aaron Rodgers? Like who, who, who he's so good that you're willing to put up with almost anything. You know what? Okay. He is that guy that you're like, he is so fine. And every time he calls, you're like, ugh, okay. I shouldn't answer. Because right. it always ends badly. Like he he he's you know everything is good the looks everything it's so perfect but but the commitment isn't there he's not all the way in but yet he calls and you're like you know he sends the the midnight 1 a.m you up big head text and you're like damn it yes i am yes yes i am i'm up i'm up um because he's just that special and unique and whereas Derek carr probably texts you at 
at 6.45, like, how you doing? <laughs> you and, and you're like, I already ate. <laughs> I already ate. I'm good. It's fine. I'm not doing He probably texts you at 4.30, and you're like, I don't want the early bird That's special. the one area where I don't have that problem. I'm never up at 1 a.m. <laughs> so if someone texts me at 1 a.m. and says, you up, they're not going to hear from me for several hours. All right, Greedy presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Then the other other thing that we have going from the football today, Kmart, mm-hmm. is Kimberly Martin with us here on ESPN Radio. Shefty tweets three hours ago, sources, the Bears already have been approached by multiple teams about trading the draft's number one overall pick, and Chicago is said to be leaning toward moving the pick, so the number one pick now looks like it's for sale. Mm-hmm. And as Field Yates then points out in a, in a quote tweet that I'm reading, there are multiple teams in the top 10 that we could see having interest in moving up there. The Texans, who are at two, the Colts, who are at four, the Raiders at seven, the Falcons at eight, and the Panthers at mm-hmm. nine. Here's what I would say. If I'm the Bears, I would be looking to trade, if possible, stay in the top four mm-hmm. because then you are guaranteed of getting one of the two stud defensive players for those who've not started studying the draft yet there are two defensive players in this draft who candidly are the two best players mm-hmm. they're better than any of the quarterbacks they're better than anyone else in this draft Jalen Carter who's an interior defensive lineman from Georgia and Will Anderson Jr. who's in uh, exterior whatever an edge rusher mm-hmm. from Alabama so it depends on which of those two you want I think Anderson is the best player but one way or another if you trade to four mm-hmm. You get your king's ransom, and you Mm -hmm. still get one of those guys. So this is what is so fascinating, um, because I under as much as I didn't agree with Mike Tannenbaum, our resident GM, who was I think the first person to sort of Mm -hmm. put out there, if I'm the Bears, I I trade that I I trade Justin Fields Mm -hmm. and I draft Bryce Young. I understand it from the standpoint of skill skill set. You believe in Bryce Young, the player, more than Justin Fields, and you reset the rookie contract. I get all that. But why it didn't make sense to me was because if you're the Bears, this is the perfect time for you to get a King's Ransom because of the QB desperation out there, because of where you sit, and the fact that you have a young quarterback who you want to talk about size all you want, Bryce Young, like Justin Fields on the opposite spectrum has proven that he will take a beating and still get up and and, and make plays. Um, this is... This regime, it's, it's not the regime that drafted him, but you know you have a young quarterback who has the physical attributes and then some, but he didn't have much around him. So you use the draft picks. You know that you, are, you can play teams off each other. That's why it seemed the bigger picture, it's, it's not just Bryce Young versus Justin Fields. It's look at the whole landscape of what can we get from these other teams and still in, in a draft get some of the top talent and help our young quarterback anyway. Absolutely. I mean, you said it very nicely uh, that he didn't have much around him. They're the worst team in the NFL. They had worse – their their skill position talent was as bad as any team in the league. Their offensive line is terrible. Um, And I know that a lot of people who study this stuff closely will say that some of the sacks were actually on fields and all that kind of stuff. I get it. I get it. But the reality is, in a league where we have seen Josh Allen Mm -hmm. and Jalen Hurts make these monumental Mm -hmm. jumps into becoming elite players, no one is going to convince me that Justin Fields couldn't do that. No one. Mm -hmm. Uh, 100%. Because you draft, the whole point of drafting a young quarterback 
is to put him in a situation and develop him, make his life a little easier. And that can be with excellent coaching, as we saw with Daniel Jones and, and the Giants and Brian Dable. They didn't have a lot. They had some, not a lot, but they had excellent coaching. So coaching and then the roster improvements that you make. I, I hope that the Bears um, s surround Justin Fields with, with some good talent because you see the – you see the talent. Yeah. And I can't imagine if he's if we've seen flashes, you know, that that we won't see a big jump. Well, look, season. it's time to do for him what those two quarterbacks yeah. had done for them. Mm -hmm. He needs his Stefan Diggs, he needs his AJ Brown. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of really good receivers in this year's draft, so I think they should add one of those, but they also need to add a free agent. You don't need a, 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 a rookie learning this thing with yeah. just a – you yeah. need a, an established – I don't know who that is, DeAndre Hopkins, whoever it is that's out there that could become the next A.J. Brown or the next Stephon yeah. Diggs. Go find him that guy. You probably know better than I do which receivers theoretically could wind up getting I mean, moved. at this point, if you're Justin Fields – like, this is why they ended up uh, even trading for Chase Claypool. Right. And the Steelers weren't hard-prepped. They said, okay, sure – um, but that, again, speaks to the desperation level that's in Chicago. We know that we need to give this kid some more, um, some more weapons. So I, I, I'm excited for Justin Fields um, because imagine what he could be. Like, just imagine what he could be. I think he could be. I, I think to. he's that. I, I, I really don't think that it is overstating it. Look, Jalen Hurts versus Justin Fields as prospects, mm -hmm. no comparison. Mm -hmm. No comparison. Uh, Justin Fields was a much higher touted prospect coming out of college and throughout his college career. The, 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 the geniuses who make these decisions in the NFL just talk themselves into and yeah. out of everything. They're going to talk themselves into Will Levis. I'm telling you right now, and the quarterback from Kentucky. And people talk themselves out of Bryce Young. Out of, they're going to talk them. I, I, if I had to bet on it right now, I would bet that Bryce Young is not the first quarterback taken in this draft, even though he probably should be. Okay, mm -hmm. Kmart... You are the unquestioned best. Thank you very much. <laughs> Appreciate it. Of that, there is no doubt about it. Uh, you know that one of the biggest 2023 hiring challenges is standing out to top talent. Break through the clutter and attract the most qualified candidates for your team with ZipRecruiter's matching technology. Try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. All right, onwards we roll on a very busy day. Coming up next, my absolute favorite player ever is going to join us live for the first time. That's next here on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. 
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call ClickGranger.com or just stop by. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, Greeny with you here on ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. In a moment, we will have a conversation with one of the new Pro Football Hall of Famers who just happens to have been my favorite player ever when I was a kid. I talked about this whenever that was, two weeks ago, or whenever it was that they named this year's class for the Hall of Fame. Joe Klecko, longtime and legendary New York Jet, number 73, um, was one of those voted in. And he's someone that I had almost given up on the idea that he was ever going to get in. So I couldn't be more thrilled for him. And then he made himself some, found himself very much in the news with an interview he did with CBS talking about Aaron Rodgers. So we'll talk to Joe as we go. We got a lot on this baseball stuff. This weekend, I've had a lot of people call me and have a lot they want to say about it. So we'll dive into that. We have uh, the assembled members of the hashtag crew who have assembled around us. Hashtag Bubba is here. Hashtag Cam. Good morning, Bubba. How are we doing today? Doing all right. Uh, you sounded like I took you by surprise. Were you not anticipating well, that I would I'm talk with you? monitoring the phones, and Joe is calling in right now. So, oh, like, so let me he is. Okay. This. Well, that's good. I was going to ask you, have we heard from Joe yet? Because if so, I will not go into another topic here. But if that is indeed Joe calling in right now, we'll talk with him. I'll, I'll tell you very quickly, Joe Klecko called me a few weeks ago. I, I don't say this to be braggadocious. I know it's going to sound that way, but I say it to be sincere that he called me, he's someone I've come to know over the years, and I have sort of campaigned for him getting into the Hall of Fame. And um, I I was so disappointed on the multiple occasions that he did not. And so he called me recently to so that we could sort of celebrate his getting into the Hall of Fame. And when we hung up the phone, I turned to my wife and I said, if you had told me when I was 12 years old, that someday Joe Klecko was going to call me so that we could celebrate him getting voted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, I would have said to you, I'm going to have the best life of anyone you know. And the truth is, I do. And this is a big part of the reason why. So it is my delight to welcome to this program, I believe for the first time, and to offer my most heartfelt congratulations on being voted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame to one of the truly great players that not only the New York Jets have ever had, but that the NFL ever had, and well-deserving of this honor. Welcome to ESPN Radio, and good morning, Joe Klecko. Well, Greeny, I'm going to tell you what, we should hang up right now 
after that prelude, I'm going to tell you, that's the best I ever had. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're looking for someone to introduce you at the Hall of Fame, I'm very much available, by the way. Uh, <laughs> you know, well, you guys, you know, and I've said it many times, you know, I, I, I was just of an age that I fell in love with pro football in the 70s and the early 80s is when you guys got really good. And that team, I, I can speak for all of the fans of those teams and certainly fans around the country who are old enough to remember those New York Sack Exchange teams. Um, you know, that's that's my era. That's my childhood. You were the best player on those teams. And that was the, the memories I have from that. They are the reason that I do what I do for a living today were those teams. When you think back on it now, what 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 do you remember the most about that era of New York Jets football? Well, really, it was the beginning of a great thing, I think, because that was the first time we really started to make noise. And, uh, you know, the last time the Jets had anything to really talk about was the Namath Super Bowl. So I believe that that time of the year, that time of the of the era of the New York Jets, I think it was a, a wonderful time for Jets fans because all of a sudden now you had great things to root for. And basically for us as individuals, as players, I believe it was something, you know, that we grew together with, which was, you know, it, it, it was not like an individual sport. It was, it's a, we really personified the team sport. And I think that's something that when I look back, that's a great thing because, you know, I, I believe that, you know, this, you know, the Hall of Fame election for me and everything is going to bring a lot of the old guys back together. And, you know, we're going to celebrate that. And I think that's something that, uh, you know, goes back to when we played about how close we were. Absolutely. And, and I'm, I am so looking forward to all of that over the next few months. This is something that is so well-deserved. Tell me, because I remember many, many, many years ago, Harry Carson was in a similar situation to you. Harry Carson was a terrific linebacker for the Giants. He kept not making it. And one year he came on Mike and Mike at my old show and he said, you know what? This has been so painful for me and for my family that I, I don't even want to be a part of it anymore. I don't want them to vote me in. I'm done with all this. And then, of course, they did vote him in and he came on and said it was one of the great moments of his life. How would you describe the emotions all these years as as you have not made it? And and how did it impact the way it made you feel when you finally did get the call this year? You know, I've said this before, and I think a lot of people in the real world can understand this. I'm in the construction business. And in the construction business, until you cash the check, the deal's really never done. So it was always there. And, you know, uh, during the, the early days of being a modern-day candidate, Paul Zimmerman was my advocate in the room, and, and he almost got it done a couple of times. Uh, Joe Horrig and I talked about that out at the hall. And... Uh, then with Gary Myers coming on in the latter part of the senior era here, uh, you know, Gary would call me and tell me about how great it would possibly be. You know, uh, we're going to make it, we're going to make it. But, you know, I, I was never ready to jump on a stake. You know, I, I, I wasn't that upset about it, you know, and I believe in God. And if, if, if it's, you know, the will of the Lord for me to be there, then so be it. But, you know, if not, so be it also. But thank God it happened when it did. And, you know, now it's something, like I said, the Klecko household is a buzz, <laughs> And it's been a wonderful, wonderful ride. 
Yes, I can't speak for God, but I know I wanted it to happen, and I was—I I definitely was doing whatever I could, if—if if only you know, crossing my fingers and toes. So, give me the emotion, you know, Joe. I, we've many of us have seen the video. Joe Namath actually knocked on your door to be the one to tell you what. What's the when you realize I'm going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame? What's the first thought that goes through your mind? It was hard uh, because you know I sat in my friend's office, Bill Pollock, and I were talking and. Uh, he said to me, you know, I was sitting there, I said, you know, it's growing on me. I, he goes, you know, you have a problem. He said to me, he goes, you got to act like you belong. Mm-hmm. He says, you, right now, he goes, you don't really act like you. And what it is, after waiting for 30-some years, you know, it's a tough thing just to say, oh, yeah, I'm here. This is great. Now I'm one of the, you know, the 370 guys that are pro football. They're in this, enshrined in this wonderful organization. So it, it was a tough thing in a way that really – you know, take it all in, and and the more and more I got into it, like the day Joe came, of course, that was, you know, just a tremendous feeling, you know, having anybody but Joe Namath come to my door, as exhilarating as you could possibly be. And then, of course, you know, talking to everybody, you know, while they were there with the cameras and all, and, and the more, and then when we went out to the, the awards banquet, you know, that was, uh, it was it was good, you know, to be announced. All, but as we stood there on the stage, the looking out into the crowd and everybody, you know, clapping for you and saying, you know, this is the 2023 Hall of Fame nom- uh, entries. Wow, I, you know, and that's uh, I think that's probably uh, the biggest moment where it really hit me. Well, look, I mean, it, it is so well deserved, and so many of us who have been your fans for, in my case, my entire life, couldn't be more excited for it. Before I let you go, Joe, you made some, you got some attention for some comments that you had. Obviously, you're still connected with the Jets. You're still certainly associated with the Jets. And there are a lot of people who are really hoping that the Jets will get Aaron Rodgers to be their new quarterback. And I know you have expressed some concern. Why are you worried about it? I related to the team that we had way back when, when we were bringing everybody up together. You know, Coach, I was caught to, to Coach Sala when I was out there one day uh, about, you know, Rex Ryan gave him some great, uh, he said, great, uh, 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 you know, uh, advice that bring guys in that know you, you know. Mm-hmm. And and I know they have Hackett now. And, the, you know, of course, there's a marriage between uh, Rodgers and him. But, I, you know, I just, I just don't see a guy that, has the baggage that Aaron Rodgers has in his personal life and how he's treated the team of the Green Bay Packers who have gave him everything there is. I mean, I just don't think it fits with these young guys. These young guys are big. You know, you, you, can, you can hurt them as much as help them with a great pair like him. You know, you, you compare him to Brady. And, you know, the, the, the idea when Brady went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers was to win a Super Bowl. And, you know, the week before the Super Bowl, Brady's calling the guys at night and he's pumping them up and telling them how great you are. You're going to do this and that. And all of them bought into it because of him. And he was there. I mean, nobody's a, you know, listen, he's the best. And the thing about it is, is a guy like him is going to uplift people. I just can't see that in Aaron Rodgers. I just can't. Well, I mean, I understand completely what you were saying. And, 
there was such a level of desperation at the position right now, I think, for the team and for their fans that many of us are hoping that they do it. And then if it works out that that you are wrong. But I can't pretend I don't understand exactly what you're talking about because I clearly do. Anyway, look, I got to run. Joe, thank you so much. And again, on behalf of all of your fans, congratulations. This is an honor that was long overdue and for which you are richly deserving congratulations from all of us on making it finally into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Thank you, my friend. All right, we'll see you soon. That's Joe Klecko. And, you know, I said this the day after, whenever it was that it got announced and that I came on. Uh, Bubba, you know, we were talking, I remember we had this conversation and you were talking about how when you were growing up, who your favorite players were, Troy Aikman, I think you said, and others, you know, because you were a lot younger than I am. But there was just something about the person who was your favorite player when you were a little kid who just remains that forever. And maybe it's impossible for me to be unbiased when it comes to how good of a player Joe was. But to me, there was never any question that he was deserving of being in the Hall of Fame. First of all, he was an All-Pro at three different positions, which at the time had never been done by anyone else. And I'm not sure it has to this day. He was the unquestioned best player. He didn't get the most attention on his own team because he had a a teammate named Mark Gastineau who got an extraordinary amount of attention for his sort of demonstrative behavior on the field and off. But Joe was without question the best player on those teams. And they were teams that accomplished some stuff. I mean, they won a lot of games. It's amazing how important it is to win championships. You, You look at teams, Bubba, that win championships It's not just the quarterbacks. That glow reflects on everybody else, and those players wind up getting more accolades. I I think it it is a big deal that that team never won one more game and got that one more step forward. I think it would have made it a lot easier for guys like Joe Klecko. It's amazing, Bubba, how important winning a championship seems to be when it comes to getting into the Hall of Fame. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I I imagine there's quite a few people who are just never going to get in um, who are probably right on that line, and, and Joe. Luckily, Joe made it in because I'm sure he definitely seems to be worthy. But I'm sure there's quite a few people who are never going to get in because they're just teams were just not good enough. And that, in the grand scheme of things, that's not really how it should work. But um, it's it's a shame. But good. For, I'm glad Joe made it in because yeah, I mean, you look at all the numbers. Uh, obviously, it was a little before my time, but just looking at all those stats, and yeah. F- First player to be three three times all pro, three different positions. That's pretty insane. And, and it, it's, you know what it is, is you, if you think about it, defensive linemen, like, look, he has the numbers. I mean, he had the sack totals and everything else. But it's so, when you can do it on the big stage, someone like Richard Dent was the MVP of a Super Bowl right. because he was so brilliant in in that game. Those guys got a chance. And again, they were part of, a, of, of a, the 85 Bears defense, the Monsters of the Midway is more legendary, way more legendary, of course, than the New York Sack Exchange. But when those teams that have like a moniker, when those teams that have something to hang their hat on, when they get the big one, when they, you know, the Steel Curtain defenses, the Doomsday defense, the Purple People Eaters who never did win a championship but they got to multiple Super Bowls it makes a huge difference in the way I think that they are remembered in the meantime we have so much still to get today I have not gotten to any of the baseball stuff but I'm telling you everyone everyone is getting that wrong from this weekend and we will explain why on ESPN radio Greeny the podcast 10 seconds on the clock how many things can you name that are always growing Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, this is Greeny with you on ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. For a job you will love, visit Progressive.com slash careers. My thanks to Joe Klecko, and again, my congratulations to him for taking his rightful place in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You know, he's a player who played so long ago, and certainly is not one of the most famous players, uh, you know, in football history. So I, I said to Bubba, you know, do you think that, that that worked for everybody? Did that conversation work for all of the fans all across the country? And I hope that it did. I hope that what came across in it clearly is just how much that guy means to me. Like he just always will. To the day I die, number 73 will always be Joe Klecko's number and it will always, that, that team will always have a very special place in my heart. They are the reason I do what I do for a living today. And um, so it was, a, it was a thrill to have a chance to chat with him. Speaking of the numbers, I want to make sure I remind everyone again that the book is coming out. It is called Got Your Number. Hembo and I have the book coming out together. I wrote it. He did all of the research for it. He did an unbelievable job, and it is a very simple concept. The book is called Got Your Number because we decide who owns every number in sports history from 1 to 100. There were some tough calls to be made. There's going to be some significant anger when you read this. You're going to be mad at me, but you're going to have to acknowledge in the end that I'm right. It's going to settle 100 sports debates once and for all. The book is called Got Your Number, and if you would like to pre-order, and it would help us enormously if you did, let the publisher know that there are a lot of people who are interested in this. If you like sports debate and sports history or know someone who does, this is the book for you. You can pre-order right now. I posted a link pinned to the top of my Twitter page, at ESPN Greeny. Couldn't be easier. So just click on that link and you can order it from wherever you want. And if you're not on Twitter, then you can just order it from wherever you normally order books. Again, the title is Got Your Number and the author is me. All right, next order of business. I'm ready to go right now. Green light, green light with Greeny. Give me the green light. Speaking of things that make everybody mad, I never would have thought I would see the day, Bubba where a baseball spring training game, particularly at the very beginning of spring training, but 
much less uh, any time in spring training. Frankly, at a time when I'm not sure everyone, even the most ardent sports fans, knew that spring training games had begun on Saturday, suddenly Twitter erupts, explodes. I'm here in the building doing NBA all weekend long, and all of a sudden I said, why are people losing their minds over something that happened in a baseball game? And, of course, the answer is because the new pitch clock rules actually decided the end of a game. For those who didn't see it, there was a walk-off strikeout, or, however, a game-ending strikeout that was called in the absence of a pitch. No pitch was thrown, but the batter was not ready at the allotted time in which he is supposed to be. And as a consequence, an automatic strike is awarded. It happened to be the third strike. It happened to be the third out. And it happened to be the end of a game. And people behaved as though they were losing their minds. And so here is the second time I get to say this, going all the way back to the origination of the Greeny rule which came into account when an all-star game ended in a tie and people got all out of their minds upset about it. Oh, this is an outrage. You can't have the all-star game end in a tie. And I said, why the hell not? You didn't care if the American League won or the National League won. Why do you care that nobody won? If you want to make the all-star game matter, give home field advantage in the World Series to the league that wins. And the next thing you know, they did that. So you're welcome. That was my idea. Now, people are losing their minds because a spring training game on February 26th or whatever it was ended on the basis of this rule, as though you gave a damn who was going to win or lose that game anyway. The reality is these rules are good for the sport. They are necessary. They are absolutely going to help. And the reason you want them deciding a game in February is because you don't want them deciding games in April, and God help us, you don't want them deciding games in October. So let them call them now by the letter of the law so that everyone gets used to it. And here's what the data shows. The da- they did this in spring in uh, AAA last year, and they're doing it so far, very limited, of course, obviously just a couple of days, but they're doing it so far in spring training. And what they have found, Bubba, is that it shaves something like 23 minutes off the time, the average time of a game. That is 23 minutes that is otherwise spent with nothing happening. They are not eliminating any action. In fact, they are trying to get you to the action more quickly. They have eliminated nothing. So unless you think you're going to miss 23 minutes of watching someone adjust their gloves and scratch themselves in their private areas... You're missing absolutely nothing, and the game is going to move along. This is the right thing for baseball to do, and the fact that it decided or it ended a game over the weekend was an outstanding thing. And everyone is getting this wrong. People are acting like this is an outrage. What the hell is wrong with them? Bubba, what am I missing? I don't really understand. I mean, I I love it. And, yeah, you want all these things to come out now. You want the players to kind of find their way. I get that they're not... You know they don't. They're not used to it, but yeah, they'll they'll get used to it very quickly, and it's awesome. You're telling me I'm getting 20. That's an insane amount of time. As someone who's watching the Mets games pretty much every night, these games take forever, and I just love the fact that people would be complaining all the time about how long games are, and now they do something to fix it, and now they're complaining again. It just seems like no matter what happens, baseball fans are just going to be complaining. So I have just done the math. If this if this saves you 20 minutes per game. 
that and out of 162 games, that's 3,240 minutes of your life they're giving you back I'll that you it. could otherwise spend watching nothing happen. If you're complaining about this, what is wrong with you? I have much more to say about this, and I will as we crank up a new hour. Don't go anywhere. ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN. And also available wherever you get your podcasts.